You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. I'm Josh. And last week we had a Thanksgiving-themed slasher for you. And uh, I think, yeah, now we're past Thanksgiving. Black Friday's coming up. But we've got a movie that will really give you stuff to be thankful for. (laughs) Good Lord. This movie, we are talking about the 1995 drama... And boy, is it a drama called Kids. Or as my alternate title, Teenagers Scare the Living Shit Out of Me. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, I guess when when I brought this to your attention, you never even heard of this movie, right? Never. Well, I... I, I I I'd heard about it, but I didn't even register because I'd heard the uh, the Eminem song "Guilty Conscience," and ironically, I got done watching this movie and today was listening to that song again. And there's a reference to the movie Kids. Uh, yes, there is. So, yeah, I guess technically I had heard of it before, but it just didn't rec- it didn't register because I'd never heard of the movie before. Good Lord, this movie. Oh, I. It, it says it's a critically acclaimed movie on the cover, on the on the actual DVD you gave me. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 46 from the critics. And yep, a 77 right. from the audience. Yep. So I'm wondering what critics they are talking about. It said, you know, Siskel and Ebert, two thumbs up. You know, this was back when Siskel and Ebert were both still alive. Right. So, like, movies like this make me feel so dumb. Well, it's also Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around back then. That, that is knows? true. Yeah, that, you know, that you know, is people true. People love to change their opinion. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, movies like this make me feel so dumb because I'm like, is this supposed to be enjoyable? Is this supposed to be? I mean, I guess if it's thought provoking, it definitely does provoke thought. But mostly the thought of holy shit, I am depressed now. <laughs> I think it's just a real life take. On not all teenagers, obviously, but there are groups of teenagers out there. I know, and that's what I find so terrifying about this movie. And this movie makes me want to get a vasectomy. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> like I don't want if I I don't want to have kids and have to worry about them going through the shit these kids went through. Because I mean, you think about it. This was 1995. The internet wasn't even a thing then. There was no smartphones. There was no. I mean, if there were smartphones in this movie, these could have been these kids would have been sending dick pics and hooking up left and right. Oh like, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it would have been even worse than it was. But then it, well, we'll get into that later. But uh, this movie was written and directed by, or uh, written by Harmony Corin, which Corin, Corin, Corin. And I looked on his IMDb and could not find anything that I recognized besides Spring Breakers. Right. I I recognize Spring Breakers. I've never seen it. I haven't either. Um, and this movie was directed by Larry Clark. And I, again, looked on his IMDb, could not find anything that I knew. Uh, well, his other big movie, at least for me, was Bully. Bully. So the kid, Leo Fitzpatrick, who plays Telly in this, uh-huh. he's also in Bully. But that also had Brad Renfro. It had Nick Stahl. Brad you Renfro. Know. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Um, you know Nick Stahl. 
Nick that Stahl. yellow bastard from Sin City. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. Okay. Uh, this Another movie. good movie. Mm. Oh, Sin City was a good movie, or or, uh, or Bully? No, Bully is a good movie. Is it a good movie, or is it one of these that no, you know? No, it's 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 a good movie. Okay. It is based off a true story as well. Uh huh. Not quite like this though. Okay. Well, this movie stars Leo Fitzpatrick as Telly, as we said earlier, Justin Pierce as Casper. <laughs> And Chloe Savini as Jenny. Now that's now that was the only name I recognized. Well, no, you knew I, I knew, but but her name her name was not on the on the cover. Okay, you know, it said on the cover of the DVD you gave me, starring Oscar nominee or Academy Award nominee Chloe Savini. I've okay. known that name, but then again, I looked on her IMDb and had not seen anything she had been in. Chloe? No, I don't think so. You've seen American Psycho? Oh yeah, she's the secretary in that. Oh, okay, yeah. You never seen Boys Don't Cry? No, never no? seen that. Uh, I can't think right off the bat what is she in without looking it up. But yes, I know you've seen American Psycho. Yes, I have seen American Psycho. Another movie that leaves me going, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> and uh, and yes, and we have a young Rosario Dawson as Ruby. Only name I really, only person I really knew from this movie is like because I've seen Rosario Dawson in. Um, both Sin Cities. But, yeah, both Sin Cities. Um, she was in both uh, Daredevil, the, te- the, the Netflix show, oh, and, yes. and uh, <clears throat> was it Luke Cage? I think, yes, I think she was in Luke Cage. I, too. I think she's made appearances. She's made appearances in a lot of them. Yeah. And she was in Zombieland Double Tap, which I just saw recently. So. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you didn't? Okay, yeah, she's in it. Um, so, this movie... Well, first of all, let's oh. just go through the budget. Oh yeah, budget. Yeah, I didn't even look budget. Yeah, it had the budget of one point five million, and so, this movie made twenty point four million. So this movie was a huge hit. I didn't even know that. I, I was kind of surprised by that. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I remember seeing this movie on HBO mm-hmm. after it came out. I was probably twelve or thirteen, way too young to be seeing this type uh-huh. of movie. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> now, what I can't get over is like, well, how is this movie unrated? Like was if would they release an unrated movie in theaters? I don't I don't know I didn't I honestly didn't even pay attention to that it was unrated. Well, it says it's unrated on um on IMDb and on the box on on the actual DVD it says it's unrated. Hmm. Now, <clears throat> so you told me going into this it was going to be a hard watch, and I have seen some disturbing movies in my time. I have seen Cannibal Holocaust, and I have seen. Most of a Serbian film, but this movie was a whole nother kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's definitely on a different wavelength. And and like I said earlier, movies like this make me feel so dumb because like I like movies that have good guys and bad guys and happy endings and you know bad guys die so most 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 preferably in horrible ways. That's why The Crow was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but I don't know, like movies like this make me go like, who would want to make this kind of movie? why would they want to make this? It's so, I mean, I, I guess it, it is visceral and it's, and it's, it's bleak. It is bleak. It is visceral. It is depressing. It's just sad as fuck. So we start with a black screen and you hear the sound of making out. Yes. And then you actually see two kids making out. And we mean kids. And we mean kids. Like, the girl looks like she hasn't even had hit puberty yet, but apparently she has. She's like... 12. Yeah, 12, I think is what She's they 12. Say. They say 12. They say 12. Yes. And, um... 
I am so freaking uncomfortable watching this. Yes, it is very it's uncomfortable. Like the F- I'm feeling like the FBI is going to bust down my door any minute now. I don't think I have watched this since I was a teenager, which made it a little more normal, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, watching this as a full-grown adult is very uncomfortable. So, um, the guy and the guy kind of leans back. You know, he's in his boxers. The girl's in her bra and panties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy leans back. He's like, you know what I want to do? And <clears throat> She said, "You want to fuck me, but you can't fuck me because I don't know. I don't want no baby. Like smart kid, but not that smart. Not he, smart enough. This yeah. guy starts starts doing the whole thing that you you know the whole stereotypical thing. You know, oh nothing's gonna change, baby. I just want to make you happy. That's all. And you know it won't hurt. This guy is trying really hard. And the the next thing you see is like, well, he actually does un- unhook the front of her bra, but fortunately, good grief. I was, I was like, Oh God, I'm about to turn this movie off. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, she, uh, they, 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 she does eventually consent, but then you see him just going to town on her and she's sitting there saying it hurts. It hurts. Telly, it hurts. And he's like, Oh no, baby, you're doing, you're doing fine. You're doing just fine. And that's one thing I, I made note of is like, it definitely is not glorifying the sex. No, it's it not. Is it's painfully it's painful real. And it's un, it's uncomfortable to yes. watch. Um, so yeah, I mean, you couldn't make a movie about kids having sex and glorify <clears throat> the sex. Cause that, that, that would be porn. That would be kitty porn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know that is very illegal. So, First of all, this movie makes me realize how old I'm getting. Because I thought, yeah, if you had seen this when you were 12 or 13, this must, yeah, these, these people must have looked like they were old. Like, like, like when I'm, I'll never forget uh, back in like 2013, I think, I went back and watched the, the first Home Alone movie. And yeah. I remember watching that when I was a kid thinking Buzz was so much older. It's like, he's like an adult. <laughs> but then I go back and watch him like, he's just a shitty little kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, going back and watching this must have been really weird. Now, this guy's just going to town on this girl, and then it just kind of stops, and you hear him like like an inner monologue or something say, "Virgins, I love them." Like, what a piece of shit! Yeah, specifically, I have the quote he actually I, used, which uh, is I, it's a disturbing little quote. Yes, it is. He says he doesn't like no loose as a goose pussy, no skank, no nothing, just virgins. Ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> God Almighty. And what is he? Probably like 16? Maybe 16. Yeah. Like he's definitely young looking. Yeah. But I think he is about 16. I didn't look to see how old he he was when he made this movie. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, Cleo Savini was 21, I think, when they made this movie because it was made in 95. Um, Rosario Dawson was about 16, I think. Yeah, I think, I think that was correct. Um, so he is certainly happy now that he has got his way. He We see him and it's like a really nice house. But of course, we find we we see this is obviously this girl's house. You know, her parents aren't home, and he's just bounding down the stairs, just happy as he can be that he got his rocks off. And out on the front porch, there's a guy, another kid, drinking from a forty. Yep. In a bag, and they just start going. Oh man, how was it? How was it? Oh yeah. That's when he says she's twelve. That's when you learn that she's twelve. Yeah, they're walking down the street, and And they're just openly having this conversation. I was so praying for these two characters to get hit by a bus because like i didn't even write down what they were saying because it it felt so gross it felt so dirty because these two teenagers aren't even old enough to drink or not even old enough to smoke doing both and just going on about oh yeah you're the virgin surgeon man yeah yeah like like, let me smell your fingers Mm, smells like butterscotch i'm just going oh dear god someone 
please, can these please characters please die in a drive-by or something? And, and and they walk like they're invincible. You can tell that they're young teens. Yeah. They're walking in the middle of the street. You got buses honking. Yeah, at like them. they're 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 they not just, walking across the street. They're like walking. They're jaywalking basically. Yes. And and they don't care. They don't even pay attention when this bus honks at them. Yeah. Um, one of the guys just stops to take a piss on a wall. He's not even like walking down an alley to try and find a kind of a, you know, out of the way place to take a piss like, like a homeless person would do. He just stops in broad daylight on a street side in New York and takes a piss. Yeah. These kids do not care about anything. No, they don't. They only care about themselves. All they care about is, yeah, themselves getting sex, getting liquor, getting drugs. Yeah. 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 That is why I hate these characters so much. No, they're not likable characters. <laughs> That's yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, the only likable character in this movie has probably the worst fate of all of them. Yes. Um, so they stop and they, he, they, he says, they, they say they're going to go get another 40, which, okay, is a 40 just beer or is it like... A 40 is actually beer, yeah. Okay, it's beer. Okay, I, I was never, I've never bought a 40 before. I didn't know what it was. Um, You're right. I put liquor because I thought at first when I saw the brown bag, I, I thought it was liquor. Mm-hmm. But yes, they do go to get a 40. I actually remember, this is so crazy, because I remember being a kid. I was maybe, I don't know, 9 or 10. We My, my family one year took a vacation all up the East Coast. We went up... Um, my dad's really in a big in big into history and stuff. So we went to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. We went to Colonial Williamsburg. We went to Pittsburgh or no, Philadelphia and saw like, you know, Freedom Bell and all that. And we went to New York, but we didn't get out of the car because like we got rerouted on some kind of detour. But I remember, I distinctly remember looking out the car window and seeing a kid who looked like he couldn't be much older than me, drinking out of a bottle that was in a brown bag. Huh. So. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, why does that guy have something? Why is that guy drinking out of a brown bag? And he's like, it's probably booze. <laughs> Me being the little innocent youngin' that I was. <laughs> so they go into this like little mini mart on the side of the road or on, 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 the, on the corner. And Telly. Telly goes up to the guy and starts asking, hey, do you have dis dig? And it's like an old Korean guy or you know Asian guy behind the counter. He's like, what? What? He's like, do you have dis dig? This dig. Yeah. And he's like, what, what do you mean? Well, while he's saying this, Casper is going back and he literally stuffs a 40 down his pants. Hey, yep. I'm like, how are you going to? Okay. And that's when, and that's when, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's when, um, so, Casper just walks back and he's like, he means this dick motherfucker or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And they walk out. But see, they they do make it realistic that they're stealing this alcohol. They're not. Oh no! Like like some some places, you know, or some movies, they'll make it where, like the other teen movie watched, uh, Clueless, Mm -hmm. where the guy just goes up to the bar and orders a beer even Mm -hmm. though he's in high school. Yeah. Not realistic. (laughs) Well, those were rich white kids in a rich white neighborhood, so they should probably get away with that. These, I mean, these are these are white kids, but they are not rich and they are not in a nice neighborhood. Um. So these two assholes are going to Philip's place, I think. They say they're just going to Philip's place because he's got food. And one of them's like, no, man, that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah, but he's got food. So it's like, <laughs> I, I guess it's, yeah, it is summertime in this movie because they don't have, like, they're not in school. I don't I mean, know even, that these even kids if they would go, go to school. To school that, but, well, no, like, they did say something later on about looking for a summer job, which was bullshit anyway. Yes, but yeah. So they're doing whippets at this guy's apartment. Like, what is a whippet exactly? Was that? I mean, they put something in this like big balloon mm, and then they yeah. you know, inhale it and exhale. It. I don't know what. I don't know what he was putting in it. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. Well, so 
They're doing whippets while watching skateboard videos, and these guys are just going on and on and on about, yeah, pussy this and dick this and fuck that and pussy, pussy, pussy. And you know, it's like, I wanted, I this was right about the same time, and I was like, it would be so great if Leon from The Professional just bust through the doors and wasted everybody in this room. Like, the, the median IQ in the country would go up if he did that. Because there's like 12 people in this little apartment, and they probably have a combined IQ of five. And they all live there. And they all live they there. They say it's that like, they're all living yeah, It's like that. a big flop house. Nobody pays rent. They just live there. <clears throat> and there's people, you know, there's there's adults, there's kids, they're all guys. There's a and, and they all just live there just... Doing nothing, I guess. Now, this is the first time we um, cut to a, a group of girls, and they're all sitting in their one of their rooms, I guess. Yeah. And they're all talking about their first time. Yes. And I think every one of them, yeah, every one of these girls had already lost their virginity, and they, you know, I think, I don't, I don't think any of them had said they hadn't done anything yet. I mean, these girls were talking about, you know what cum tastes like. And they were talking about, I, I think one of them had mentioned doing anal or something. Yeah. They talk about that. Like, it's going back and forth between the girls and the guys. Uh huh. You know, like the guys are talking about, Oh, girls really do love sucking dick and all that. Yeah, and then it cuts and the back girls to the are girl. like, No, that's, that's we hate gross. that. We just do it cause we need to. One of them was like, Oh my God. Like if I could feel all this little sperm in my teeth, <laughs> like, Oh, that, that brings up. A it's also image. where we meet Jenny for the first time. Chloe's right. character. Jimmy. Yeah. Jenny. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, and she's mad that Telly took her virginity and didn't call her after. Right. So he did the same thing that he did to this girl in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he, he does a lot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, it's like that's just the worst kind of person, in my <clears> opinion. <throat> um, and uh, so, yeah, they're, they're just going back and forth. And so far, I have had the song Teenagers by My Chemical Romance stuck in my head for this most for most of this movie. Because, yeah, <laughs> like, it it's it is terrifying what these kids are are doing like I, I know that um jenny is 16 and ruby is 17 i believe is that okay i think that's what they said because when they because because the both of these girls yes i do go have that to right here, yeah. go to the uh clinic to get checked to see if they had aids oh and that's another thing the guys were all talking about They're like oh the aids so that's all bullshit nobody has aids that's all bullshit nobody's ever died from aids I yeah. thought I had I thought I had bad sex ed classes. <laughs> well, if you don't go to school, you can't learn anything, I guess, because I don't. These just don't look like they go to school. No, I don't think they like these. These kids look like they belong in a reform school. Um, so, Jenny and Ruby are go are getting checked at the at the clinic. Jenny has been with one guy, Telly, Telly, and Ruby has been with about eight. She can't even remember how yeah, many she, she's been with. And she they ask her eight or nine times, yes. eight or nine times. And they ask her if she's ever done anal sex. And she's like, yeah, several times. And, and some, they say, does she use protection? She's like, yeah, probably about half of those times. Yeah. Like some of them were protected. Some of them weren't. And Jenny, the one time she slept with Telly, the very first time she wasn't protected. So then we cut back to Casper and Telly. They're walking along. I guess they're walking back to Telly's place. And Casper is talking about his cousin. His uncle. Or his, oh, his uncle. Excuse me. His yes. uncle trying to pick up handicapped girls at the Special, Special Olympics. Olympics. Yes. Like, I, my brain just almost <clears throat> could not comprehend what I was hearing. And he's talking about, oh, yeah, like her crutches were getting in the way or her leg braces were getting in the way. It's like he's talking about a guy raping a, a, a girl with Down syndrome. Right. Like, what it's... the fuck? What the actual fuck? And you get them just jumping over the uh, 
What are the tur- the turnstile? Yeah, thing oh yeah, they go- just they just hop. Be, that that's the least that's the that's the least offensive thing these kids do this entire fucking movie. Yes. If it was if that's all they did this movie, I would like them a lot better. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they um. I wrote here in my notes. I have never. I don't think I've ever been more in favor of New York getting hit by a meteorite than right now. Oh. Well, the, and the problem with that is they said it in New York because it's obviously a much bigger city. Uh-huh. But this movie could take place not everywhere, but in Just a lot of cities. Yeah, I mean, it, there, you know. there are probably places right here in town where this movie could take place. So, so now we cut back to Ruby and Jenny. They're going to get their test results. Mm-hmm. So we find out Ruby, who's been with the eight or nine guys, she can't remember how many, she tests negative. Mm -hmm. Jenny, who's only been with Telly, who unfortunately has been with so many that I guess she might as well have been with 30 people. Might as well. Because she ends up testing positive for HIV. The first time. And she's got HIV. I remember in my high school, like in the nurse's office, they had a chart of like, how many people you could be sleeping with. Like if you slept with one person and how many people they slept right. with and how many people they slept with, it was like, holy shit. Really? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> but surprisingly, my school was not one of those where they like handed out condoms or anything. I don't, I don't remember them doing that at my school either. I mean, I've heard about schools that do that. I've heard about, I mean, I, I don't remember ever being in like a health class or a sex ed class where they taught you how to put on condoms. Yeah. I never, I don't I mean, think I remember going through I that think, either. You know, this is the buckle of the Bible belt. I don't think any parents would have been happy with that. You're probably right. And yet, some, well, okay, I can attest to knowing somebody that could have been in this movie. There was a girl when I was in seventh grade, seventh fucking grade, who got pregnant. Whew. She came to school one day. I'll never forget it for as long as I live. She came to school one day wearing a t-shirt that had all the months of the year down it, and there was a yellow ribbon pinned on September, I think it was. And she was like, yeah, that's what my babies do. Wow. 12 years old. Seventh grade. That's crazy. That is fucked that up. That is... Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways. <sighs> Back to Telly and Casper. They're on the subway. Watching a couple making out yep. blatantly. Like, not even being discreet about it. They're just, like, trying to eat each other's heads. Uh, they And then a man comes down... <laughs> uh, a man comes down the... Uh, the, the the subway train or the, the train car who has no legs and he's just singing like I have no legs and he's on a skateboard right it's like I have no legs and and that is, is have you seen Trading Places no I haven't with not. Eddie Murphy no I haven't Eddie Murphy does that as like a uh, almost like a panhandle kind of thing where uh-huh. he's panhandling to get money uh-huh. this guy actually has no legs I'm pretty sure Man. it's not fake yeah no I mean <clears throat> this was 1995 there were not special effects that good in 1995 so but yeah, and Eddie Murphy does the whole I have no legs mm-hmm. I have no legs did Trading Places come out first or oh Trading Places in the 80s oh, okay, so, okay, yeah. okay so maybe that guy was kind of doing his impression I, I of think, Eddie Murphy yes I think so um, and oh and uh, Telly and Casper or Telly is talking about wanting to get with some guy's sister and and Casper's like oh dude she's only like 13 when he he was just praising him for taking this 12 year old virginity yeah um Jenny is in a and then we cut to Jenny she is uh in a phone booth trying to make a phone call her little brother I guess it is Peter picks up and she's just like hey can you can you put mom on she doesn't even say she says mommy and that makes it even more heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, you know she's still just a kid, even though, you know, she's 17, but she's still calling her mommy. And she's like, no, okay. And he's like, go, no, go go back to watching your cartoons, because mom obviously wasn't there. And she's crying. She's like, 
I'm not going to, and she's like, I have to tell my little brother I'm going to die. I have to tell my little brother I'm not going to be there to make his lunches for him anymore. I'm like, holy hell. Yeah. Then we cut back to Telly and Casper at Telly's place. His mom is there. She is breastfeeding and smoking a cigarette. So you see the apple does not fall far from the tree, unfortunately. Right. And, and Casper is just staring yeah, at her as she's breastfeeding at her boobs, baby. Like, and then, and then later he's like, yeah, your mom's got big tits or something. You got, mom's got great tits or something like that. Yeah. So then he asked, or Telly asks his mom for money. And she's like, I, you know, your dad told me not to give you any more money. She tells, she told him he needed to find a job. They were looking for summer jobs. Right. Apparently. Casper is yeah, straight up staring at Telly's mom while breastfeeding Telly. Then they go into her room and steal money and steal money out of like, she had it rolled up in her shoe or something. He is stealing money. He steals $25 from her, like 10 for Casper and 15 for him. Yeah. And Casper does possibly one of the <laughs> grossest things I have ever fucking seen. They, they both have like a glass of Kool-Aid or something. And Casper takes one of his, one of Telly's mom's tampons out, yep. like takes the whole thing out of the little plastic container and dips it in his Kool-Aid and then drinks it out of the fucking tampon. I almost can't even say it without my gag reflex kicking in. Like, I've seen some gross shit in movies, but that may be the closest I've ever come to puking from something I saw in a movie. Uh, yeah. That, that is... was fucking gross. Now, this piece of shit, Telly, just stole money from his mom, and then he still is going to go ask her for more money. Oh, yeah. He's going to ask her one more time. Like, oh, my God. And I wrote here, these two assholes are the reason I'm hesitant to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so we now we, I mean, we see a, a brief shot of Jenny looking for Telly. You know, Jenny left uh, Ruby... And said, I'm going to go find Telly yep. you know, all by myself, which I really wish Ruby had stayed with her. So Telly and Casper are like, I guess they're like out in a, in a park somewhere. Yeah, they they bought weed from this guy. Yes. Um, and they just walk up to the group of guys and they are rolling a huge joint with this weed. <laughs> I mean, huge. Like, like I'd never seen somebody do this, but they took like a, 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 like a cigar, cut it down the middle, dumped oh, all the... Never t- seen I've never seen someone do that, no. Oh, I've been behind cars in traffic where they, they're cutting the cigar open and they'll dump out what's in the cigar and I'll look at my friends and be like, they're about to roll one. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Blaze the weed up, man. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Um, it's a e- quick and easy rolling paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, and this is just, you know, kind of a random scene of them just being shitty kids like there's kids you know roller skating and yep. and uh there's a gay couple walking there's a gay and they're couple yelling. walking by yeah. and they're you know of course they're yelling the f word at these guys and i don't mean fuck uh they yell fuck yeah they yell fuck but they yell the other <laughs> they f yell word the too. other one too and like <laughs> my first thought was my goodness the stereotypical gay man in 1955 or 1995 looks a lot different than he does nowadays like i'd have been afraid to call this guy out because he was he was pretty buff like, yeah. like this guy to beat the shit out of me um and then Casper bumps into a guy while he's skating. And that guy starts talking shit. And I gotta say, I mean, obviously he bumped into him, but he said, my bad, man. Yeah. And yeah. this guy still wanted to keep the argument yeah. going. It turns out to be a big mistake on his part. Big mistake, because Casper <clears throat> and two other guys jump him. And then the, and whole, then the group. whole fucking group starts jumping this guy, just beating the shit out of him. And, like, he's kind of sitting there on his knees all woozy. They like, hold him up. Well, they're holding, oh, they're him, holding up. him up. Okay. And Casper holding... takes the skateboard to his face. Yeah. Just, just bam. And then Telly goes and spits on his face. Yeah. And you see spit. I don't I, I don't think that's working spit. I think no. that, that's, that's real spit. <laughs> so we cut back to... Jenny in the cab. Jenny in the cab. 
And the cab driver knows something's not right. I mean, he looks at her like, you look so sad. What's, what's wrong? And this, this guy may be the most positive cab driver I've ever seen. And, you know, usually you think of New York cab drivers, you think of, of like just short-tempered, you know, you know yeah. just, want, just want to get people in and out of their cars as fast as they can so they can make as much money. This guy looks like he genuinely cares. And from there, um, but but he has a weird story. Oh yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I didn't write the story down. What was the story? He does. He's talking about some girl he was, mm-hmm. and he and he says this was the first girl he ever put his tongue in her butt. Yeah. Oh God, how did I miss that? <laughs> he talks about that makes him happy. So he's still a strange New York cab driver. So well, he's, I guess he's not the worst. <laughs> no, no, not the worst. <laughs> so then we cut to. Telly and some of the kids from from the other scene standing outside of a house, and he's yelling for Darcy. Which must be he, that kid's sister, that, right? That kid's sister. He's right. like, hey, Darcy! Darcy! Like a really shitty Romeo and Juliet. Darcy! And he yeah, wants yeah. her to go swimming with them. Yep. And then they're wondering, hey, you think we killed that guy? Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever had there. that thought go through my head before the age of 20. I've definitely <laughs> never... Before the age of 20. What happened, Adam? <laughs> I've, I've honestly never had that guy. I've never had that thought go through my head. Well, there's a story uh, more. <laughs> it's like that thought never would have crossed my mind as that young. Uh, hey, you think we killed that guy? No, no. He, he was an yeah. asshole. So then Jenny is still looking for Telly. Yep. And then you cut back to them. They're sneaking into the pool to Telly and Casper. In the group. Yeah. And someone said they almost just killed some kid. I think it might've been one of the girls they were with. I'm like, that guy did not look like a kid. He looked like a grown ass man. He looked yeah. like he was way older than anyone yeah. that was beating the shit out of him. He did. Now, they should be at NASA. They keep mentioning this NASA place. And at this point, I was guessing that must be some kind of a club. Yes. And yeah, now they're sneaking yes. into the pool. And Telly spends the whole time making out with Darcy. Yep. You know, putting his hand on her leg, just being as smooth as he could. You know, hey, I think about you all the time. I thought about you this morning when I woke up. You know, just Meanwhile, this morning he was with that twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, this morning he was with a twelve-year-old girl, um, trying to get Darcy to go back to a different friend's house. Yeah, it's like like they like she wanted to go to NASA, I think. Yeah, but then no, let's go to what is it? What was his name? I don't I think even. It was Jeremy know. or I didn't somebody's even write house. It down. And now, then you get guys daring two girls to kiss in the pool. Yeah, yeah. You know, just horny teenagers. Now, um. Jenny is at NASA, which, yes, it is a club, which I'm like, what kind of a club lets underage kids in and do the shit that they're doing? Because there are kids making out in big, like, Yeah, and, like, the groups. bouncer guy knows her. Yeah, the bouncer, Like, yeah. he lets her right in, mm-hmm. in front of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and some guy shows up and is giving her drugs. Like, he talks to her like he knows her, and he gives her something. I forget what he called it, but he said something. It makes Special K look like something, which I don't Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what Special K is. Like, is that crystal meth, or... Oh, and then I have the name here. Party is at Steven's house. Oh, Steven, yes. I got it down yes. here, okay. So, all these unsupervised kids. Harold, uh, Harold was one of the guys who, who, who went, with the, went to the pool with him. Casper oh, okay. and Telly are all there. And it's just more of the same. It's just more of the same. It's all these kids just being as ape shit crazy as they can possibly yeah, it's be. Just, it's just drinking, Sex, smoking, drugs, making, rock and yeah, roll. There you go. And not, even, not a one of these kids look like they're old <clears> enough to drive. No. So, back at NASA, Jen, uh, uh, Jenny is there, and she's high as a kite on whatever that guy gave her. Some girl comes up and's like, hey, we should dance. Come dance with me. But she's like, no, I got to find Telly. Where's Telly? And this girl's like, oh, he's at Steven's house. How does she know that? Yeah, how does she know that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's when we see Telly and Darcy 
are making out. Yep. Uh, back at Steven's house, people are hardcore making out all over the place. Some guy is puking his guts out in the in the in the toilet, and some guy is trying. While, while Casper's in the bathtub, while yeah, this guy Casper's is puking in the bathtub, while while this guy's puking his guts out, Casper's just just drinking like a fish. And you got like four like thirteen year olds passing around a blunt, sharing. They it didn't between. even look like they were that old. You don't even think thirteen? I don't know. They were definitely young. Oh, yeah, they were way too young. And they're all just talking. Yeah, like, hey, man, where'd this come from? I don't know. My brother got it. If he told me where it was from, I'd smoke this weed every day. <laughs> and we see some guy who is trying way too hard to make out with some girl named Gertie. And he's, <laughs> I did have to kind of laugh at this line. I'm like, wow, you're a real romantic. He's like, I want to do things for you. I, I want to buy you food. I want to buy you corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's your idea of taking a girl out for a dinner? Okay. All right, maybe maybe if these kids aren't eating that much, corn dog sounds really nice. Now, some, now for some reason, Jenny is still at NASA, high as a kite. Like you would well, think, I think she's so high she can't, she can't yeah, she function might, she enough just, to get she, out. She just can't function enough, maybe. Because like, you would think if she had heard that Telly was at this place, she would have immediately gone there. But yeah, she might just be too high to go. Telly and Darcy are still making out. And Casper is smoking in the tub. And singing Casper, and Ke- the friendly ghost. And singing a very <laughs> it, shitty His version own of version of it. He's making up the words because he doesn't know yeah, them. <laughs> but then we do get a shot of Jenny in the cab. Mm-hmm. She's on the way to Steve. She's crying because yeah. she knows what yeah. she's got to go have a conversation about. It's not an easy conversation at all. Yeah, because Telly and Darcy were still making out. And, t- and, Dar- and Telly's like, I think you're the best girl I've ever kissed. So now they're back inside the apartment. Everyone's passed out or stoned or both. And he asks Stephen if he can go into his parents' room. And um, then we see Jenny in the cab again. And at this point, I think she says something like, you're not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. Now, Telly and Darcy are in the bedroom yep. making out. She's nervous. And he's just like, trust me, don't be nervous. And then we we've see, seen this before. Yeah, we've seen this before. Not This movie's only an hour and a half long, but it felt like it was so much longer than that. Now, Telly and Darcy, yeah, we're in the bedroom. Jenny's in the elevator. Hopefully, I'm hoping this was at Steven's place. And she is really fucked up. Like, yes. She can barely push the button to, you know, to get, the, get it to go to the floor. And then when she gets up there, the door to the apartment is wide open. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. She just steps in and is stepping over passed out people. Yep. Again, Telly and Darcy making out on the bed. And he says the same bullshit lines from the beginning of the movie about, yep. about oh, I love you. And, and, and at this point, I am just like, hurry the fuck up, Jenny! <laughs> yeah. So Jenny finds Casper and asks for Telly. And, tell, and Casper is like, oh, he's already got a bitch. He's fucking her right now. And sure enough, the next thing you see is... Telly with Darcy. Telly with Darcy. And she's crying. saying the yep. same yep. thing that the girl was like, it hurts, it hurts. Telly, it hurts. And he's like, oh, no, baby, you're doing fine. And she... And, Jenny just kind of opens the door and just stands there like fuck she's like fuck I'm too late I'm too late yeah and he's just and then and then Telly doesn't even realize it's her he no. just turns around and is like just shut the fucking door yeah he has no idea so then she goes sits on the couch she's and the crying. screen just yeah she's crying and the screen just fades to black now later we see her asleep on the couch and Casper's still in the tub and Casper kind of gets out and is good grief they've got so many bottles in this kitchen, like, like, what kind of parents leave these kids? No, unsu- that's one thing about it. other than Telly's mom. Yeah, you don't really see parents. Yeah, because because Stephen is like, oh, my parents are out of town. Like, I would not trust my kid alone yeah. right. in an environment like this. I'd be like, you're gonna have a live-in babysitter while we're gone. Yeah, with power of attorney. <laughs> um, 
And Casper walks into the bedroom and sees Telly and Darcy. They're done. You know, they're done. They're just laying there naked. Casper looks confused. He sits down on the couch next to Jenny, and this... I'm like, if I'd walked in and found this, I would have beat this little fucker to death with a baseball bat, and I would have felt no remorse. He starts to feel her up. He's telling her to wake up. Yeah, well, he tries, like, hey, wake up. Like, like, that's it. She's stoned out of her fucking mind. She's not going to wake up from that. And while she's passed out, he starts to feel her up. Yep. Then he unbuckles her pants and takes them off. He takes off her panties, and he fucking rapes this girl. Yep. And it's like she starts to come to, and then he's like, oh, it's okay, it's me, it's Casper, it's yep. okay, it's just me. And this scene went on for way too fucking long. And there's like another young boy passed out on the couch Yeah, next on, the, on the couch right beside him. He's just, he's upside down on the couch, passed out. And then we just get like a few random shots of New York City, of different things happening in New York City. Back to the apartment, everyone is still passed out. And we slowly, the camera shows Telly and Darcy again, and it slowly zooms in on them with some very insightful monologue from Telly. And I did write this down. Oh, good. It says, when you're young, not much matters. When you find something that you care about, then that's all you got. When you go to sleep at night, you dream of pussy. When you wake up, it's the same thing. It's there in your face. You can't escape it. Sometimes when you're young, the only place to go is inside. That's just it. Fucking is what I love. Take that away from me, and I really got nothing. And the final shot of the movie is just Casper sitting on the couch, naked, and saying, Jesus Christ, what happened? Yep. Roll credits. I feel like I've just been to, like, a therapy session, like a counselor's therapy session recounting some kind of trauma. Just just talking about this movie. Yeah. I just... like, like, my main memories from this movie mm-hmm. are the opening scene with the young girl, mm-hmm. the fact that and I always remember the fact that, I didn't remember their names, but the fact that Jenny was with one guy and got HIV and mm-hmm. the other girl was with eight or nine and didn't get it. And then this scene with Casper, raping her and then him waking up. Although I thought he just said something like, what the fuck? But it's Jesus Christ what happened. Yeah. But I remember that. Those are like the three things that I remembered from this movie mainly. Like, I think this movie is a more effective deterrent to drugs and sex and partying than anything my dare officer ever ta- taught us in, in, in elementary school. It, pr- it probably is, but I'm also afraid that some students would still watch this and go, oh man, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's scary thought. That but- is a terrifying thought. Like I, you, anyone who knows me knows that I was not the party type in high school. I didn't get invited to parties. I was, you know, I, I wouldn't have gone even if I had been. Cause like, I just, that has, that whole thing has never appealed to me. That whole Let's get stoned, let's get wasted, and not even know what's happening until hours later. That whole idea has never, never appealed to me. Like, I remember in high school, this one guy in our class was at a party, and they were all drinking, and he fell off a balcony and ended up in in a, in, a, in the hospital. I think Ooh. he might have been in a coma or something. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I was a freshman, and he was a freshman when that happened. It's like, you think about... it. it it's just so heartbreaking to think that shit like this really happens every single day. And it's probably even worse now that we have the internet. You're probably right. And, and, and a lot of people just think it's cool. Yeah. Like this is their idea of fun. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to rape this girl. I don't care what it does to her. And by the way, now you've got HIV too, motherfucker. Yeah. So, so you've got three people in the course of this movie that have a, that get, that get HIV or, or find out that they have HIV. The girl in the beginning has it because she fucked Telly. Then Jenny, then Darcy and now tell or now um, Casper. Casper. 
like, oh God, I needed to watch an episode of SpongeBob after I was done with this movie or something. <laughs> like, I need something that is lighthearted and dumb and colorful. Your palate cleanser. A palate cleanser, yes. <laughs> a cinematic palate cleanser. I. This movie didn't make you want to go take a shower. <laughs> it made me want to go jump in a tub of bleach. I think. Oh. <laughs> um, it, it, and again, I, I, these movies make me feel so dumb because I don't understand the thought process that goes into making something like this. You know, for me, movies are an escape from reality. Well, not all of them. Some, you know, there are filmmakers that just like to get messages across. It's not for the the joy of it. They want to tell I a real story. I guess that's what this was. You know, because this wasn't like a Lars von Trier. I'm just going to be as sick and twisted as I can be. Yeah, it feels like they really were maybe trying to raise awareness about this kind of shit. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Maybe real sure, but I don't know. You know, you. I saw a movie once called Elephant. It came out in like the mid two thousands, I think, because I saw it in about two thousand six, I think. And it's it's a kind of like this. It's just an indie film all about you know life in a high school that ends with a school shooting. Oh, like a graphic depiction of a school shooting. Like, because you're watching the kids, I mean, two, the, the, the kids who do the school shooting are two of the characters you're following throughout the course of the movie. Oh. And. I, I have not seen that. Ugh, I'm, I, I would say look through an episode on that normally, but no, I don't want to watch that movie again. I don't. <laughs> I mean, shit like that is just. It's funny. I can watch dumb teenagers get chopped up with chainsaws and machetes all day long. I've seen every single Saw movie that's ever been made. You know, I can watch Goodfellas and Scarface and shit like that, but movies like this that aren't even that violent, right? Just they—they they, they terrify me. They are. It, it is. Yeah, you're right. So, I can't really say that I can recommend watching this movie unless you just want to be able to say you've seen it. But I will just say, if you are listening to this and you have children, please. Talk to them about shit like this. Make sure that they know what they're getting into. All right. That's that's all I can say. I mean, I don't have kids, and this movie doesn't make me want to have kids. <laughs> I was like, I am perfectly okay with having cats. Thank you very much. I don't have to worry about my cats getting pregnant because they're both fixed. Oh, um, I definitely feel the, <laughs> the lack of parenting plays a part in this movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm not saying I think my, that's why they make the choice that... The parents just leaves them there with the house to themselves. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. The rest of the, like the eight, nine, ten people living in that one house with no parents, they don't care. Yeah. So. I mean, their parents are probably, probably junkies too. Like you right. think about it. Um, I mean, it's like, um, kind of like the show Rent. Did you ever see Rent? No. I mean, it had some great music. It had some really great music. But it was all very much the same kind of a thing. It was bleak. I mean, you've seen a Team America World Police. Yes. Everyone has AIDS. Yes. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. That was that was all making fun of Rent. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody in that show, with the exception of maybe two people, had AIDS. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, that, that's why that's why they, you know, they, they were making fun of Rent. And, again, I, I just... I, I feel so dumb because, like, I feel so simple-minded because, like, I just need, you know... I just need Mad Max Fury Road. Watch, you know, two hours of stuff blowing up, and I'm, I'm happy. That's all I need in a movie to make me happy. But, you know, a movie like this that confronts me with reality, is, it makes me so uncomfortable. And I guess that's the aim of movies like this. Yeah. So, that was Kids. 1995 drama, or trauma, depending on how you want to say it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I don't know. Would you, who, what, what would make you recommend this movie to someone? 
I, I mean, for me, you know, I just like to see anything that can make you uncomfortable in some way. Mm-hmm. So, as a kid seeing this, it, it was strange even then. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I was necessarily as uncomfortable because I was close to their age. Mm-hmm. I still didn't think it was cool because I wasn't into the parties either. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I thought was a cool thing to do by watching this. But, it is a thought-provoking film. It's It's scary in its own right. So, I can't say I'm like, you need to see this movie. This is one of the greatest movies or something like that. I would never go that route. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, that was Kids. A traumatic movie. It's like a, it's like a 90-minute slow-motion train wreck, basically. That's, that's the best analogy I can think of for this movie. So hopefully, uh, well, let's see. It's uh, next uh, next month will be uh, December, so we'll get to talk. We'll get to talk about Christmas movies. And first up on the slate is Tokyo Godfathers. Yes, one of my absolute favorites. It's a cartoon. Ha ha! I finally got you to watch another cartoon. Adam is back. People. Adam is back. <laughs> Anime Adam is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but until next time, I'm Adam and I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.